0: You're listening to the Self-Made is a Myth, Make a Difference Together show with your host, Coach Tim Campsall, where we talk with successful business owners to hear the stories of their journeys in building their successful businesses. And more importantly, we recognize the folks who helped them excel because we know that achieving business success is not something we can do on our own.
1: Hello everyone, this is coach Tim Campbell, and I'm excited to have a fellow business owner from Massachusetts with us today. Check this out, my guest studied abroad in Germany, having only taken one semester of, of German before she went there and, and uh, had a full course load and had to write reports and all that crazy stuff and only failed one class. So, wow, we'll get her to share that with us a little bit here in a minute in her downtime. She enjoys bringing her dog Freddie to the woods and the beach and letting him run free. And she's most proud of the grit and commitment that it took to land a job after she was fired from her first tech startup. So we'll get her to share a little bit about that as well. It's my pleasure to welcome Jackie to the show today. Hello, Jackie.
2: Hello, Tim. It's good to be here. <laughs>
1: Well, hey, let's start with having you um, introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit of your personal story, like where you were born and where you live, about your family and hobbies.
2: Yeah. Um, so I'm Jackie Leahy. Uh, I'm from outside of Boston, Drake and Carlisle. Um, I went to UMass Amherst. Go, Minutemen. And after college, I became a kindergarten teacher. I did teach for America for two years, and then the next year. Um, And then once I left the classroom, I kind of bounced around. It was coming; it was about to be 2008, so things were a little wild. Um, And I ended up being a real estate agent in Manhattan. So I was running around the city, going showing people apartments, breaking into some. (laughs) You gotta do what you gotta do um and in 2015 I kind of was, I was like bored like I've conquered it like check um with with real estate and I really wanted to go into the tech startup world um and so I started entry-level BDR that's the entry-level sales as a as a <laughs> 33 year old in a tech startup um and it was tough but you know what I i Discovered I loved outbound cold prospecting and eventually just became obsessed with like the tech stack that enabled me to do that. Mm. Um, found Salesforce and went f- head over heels for Salesforce. Um, and I, about a year ago, I started my own Consulting agency. So we do fractional revenue operations consulting. It's mostly for the Salesforce ecosystem and tech startups.
1: Fantastic. And tell us about Germany. So you decided to go there without really speaking German. That's brave.
2: Yes, I wanted to go to Russia, but my parents wouldn't let me. (laughs) (laughs) So so I picked a different language that I didn't speak yet, Um, and it was beautiful. I made so many friends, um, and I learned enough German to make friends and, like, make people laugh, like, puns, right, and at that, once I, once I accomplished that, I was like, okay, enough with the grammar. (laughs) That's it. That's all I need to know, (laughs) (laughs)
1: that's awesome so tell us i'm sure there is because you're you're just full of uh laughter already is there a funny story that your family likes to tell about you that you'd be willing to share with us today
2: i'm willing to share it as long as it doesn't you don't nobody comes back and haunts me about it
1: (laughs) don't worry it's not recorded (laughs) or anything like that so it'll be fine
2: when i was little You know, apparently, when you're little, you really don't get like sarcasm until like later. And my dad did the gotcha nose joke. (laughs) And I was horrified. Like, I viscerally remember this. And like, I must have been touching like my nostril. And I started crying, like, there's a hole. I was like shaking. And like, to this day, to this day.
1: That is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. love it. So, yeah. tell us how the business come about. At what and at what point did you have the confidence that you could run your own business?
2: Oh my goodness. So, I had been in the consulting space for like three years, and I was with Winning by Design, which was like my absolute dream job. I am obsessed with the founder. Um, he has the his name is Jaco Vanderkoos, and he he does the bow tie. Like the the funnel and then the it, it looks like a bow tie. It's like mathematical first principles on subscription business models. Um and I was going to start the RevOps consulting offering. Um and then it was it was 2022. <laughs> and Bessemer Ventures is now calling it the Sassacre. Everything <laughs> just went sideways. Everything went sideways. I couldn't make heads or tails or get any traction and ultimately they're like this doesn't make sense anymore so you gotta go <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh,
2: and which was a bummer such a bummer right like ugh. um but my friends were like jackie you're a you're a baddie like why don't you just go into business for yourself yeah. Um, and it really was, they were the ones who completely reframed everything for me. So I was let go on a Tuesday, super sad. Um, but then brought back to life by my friends on Friday. And it was my like other Salesforce nerd friends. Like we have a happy <laughs> hour on Friday afternoons. We're called the best friends club. Um, and they just like defibrillated me. Um, and I started my new company the following Monday. So like less than a week. And I had my first client, pay, like paying client like 10 days later.
1: Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. So,
2: so cool. Like it, it ended up being the absolute best thing that could have ever happened.
1: That is amazing. So tell us more about the company. What's the name? What do you do? How do you help people?
2: Yes. So it's called Activate the Magic. Um, and personally, I just am obsessed with human potential. Like I think I know that every single human is sitting on a pile of gold and just brilliance. Um, and it's really just about like activating that. Right. Um, so activate the magic. I may or may not be a little bit of a witch. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, and so I started just, you know, solo practitioner. Um, but like, thank goodness, Thanks to my near decade of being aggressively helpful in Slack communities and on LinkedIn and other communities, um, I ended up generating clients like real fast and where I had where I like had to bring other people in. Mm. So I accidentally started like this revolutionary <laughs> consulting agency. Um, so it's been like a little over a year. So it was August of 22 that it started. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and now we have, like I have a business partner. I have 10 subcontractors. We've got a whole handful of clients and we're, we're creating a different way to do the old Salesforce consulting thing. It's so fun.
1: That's awesome. So, when you say different, give a little bit of context. How are you? How are you different, or how are you helping people in a different way?
2: I hate the billable hour. Mm. My name is Jackie, and I will go on record. <laughs> I hate the billable hour, and I think statements of work (SOWs) it's especially, especially in the nook of the world that I am in, just do not make sense. Mm. Because by the time you actually get in there and pull things apart, like priorities shift. Things hit the fan and like, it would waste so much time to go back and forth and renegotiate whatever SOW we had come up with. Um, So I said, why don't we do a subscription? Hmm. And we're agile. And it's, and like, no, I don't want anyone to feel like they're only working with me because they signed something and they have to like legally bound me. Right. So it is month to month subscription. Um, and so we still do use like the, the hour thing, but it's really more of like a, a unit of, of impact. Mm. So we have small, medium or large packages. Um, the small starts at 4k, it's like four hours a week. Uh, medium is 6k and six hours a week and large is 10k, uh, 10 hours a week. And it's really, we get to right size the support for the client and mm. it's yeah. only a 1 month minimum okay and my clients go up and down in the packages as well sure so yeah. if there's like a actually this board meeting is coming up and we actually want to redo how we're doing this process we can bump up to a large for a month
0: mm.
2: get it done and then pop right down to smaller medium um
0: okay.
1: yeah, yeah.
2: Okay. so it's like i i I want the client to know that i'm like aggressively on their side <laughs> <laughs>
1: For everyone listening, make sure to check out the company in the link in the description and go visit uh, Jackie on LinkedIn and let her know that you watched her interview.
2: Thank you. Yes, I love LinkedIn. I, <laughs> it's so fun. So.
1: so Jackie, tell us a story where someone pushed you or inspired you that you could do it. Maybe even you when you didn't think that you could and the impact that that person had on you.
2: Yeah. Um, so... Brad Smith is the founder and CEO of a software company called Sonar. Um, it's a specific tool that's super helpful for Salesforce admins and IT teams. Um, mm-hmm. And he was the one who actually built the the RevOps community. It's called Wizards of Ops community that um, I've been able to make all these friends with. And he happened to be on that happy hour that I was on. <laughs> um, I was actually traveling so I was in a hotel room. I had the the shades drawn, I had the lights off. I was going to take a nap. And then I was like, you know, I should just just let my friends know that I'm in a funky place. So I hopped on and everything changed. Hmm. And Brad was like, "Actually, let's start a pool. Who who like I I bet I will put money down that Jackie will have a new job in seven days right so it it just shifted the whole thing um and and since then he's just been wildly supportive um he's connected me with with one of one of our leaders in the company his name is jacob um and one of our favorite clients grayscale um so he's just been like one of those magical forces in my life and just so grateful for him
1: that's amazing that uh That you weren't going to go on to the call and then decided, reluctantly decided to, and then, wow, bam. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah, because like, I'm kind of known for being like happy, right? Like,
1: and so it was- I can't imagine why people would think that.
2: No, it's a a real head scratcher. But like, I was sad, I was bummed. And um, I'm so grateful that, I had the support system that had. I felt so supported, such that I could go on as my yeah. as who I was in that moment. And yeah,
1: I I think that's a good lesson for all of us to internalize, right? Of yeah. you didn't want to do it because you needed it, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Sad, but you didn't want to because you think you thought you're supposed to be happy all the time, but you really needed some encouragement, and then. When you opened yourself up to it. Wow. There it was. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Thinking of, of learnings and all the stuff that you've been through uh, as you've been building this business, what's, what's your biggest learning as a business owner?
2: Ooh, I think really leaning into trust and transparency. I, I, it's a journey, right? Like I, I really want to make everyone happy all of the time. (laughs) Um, And like, not like it's, it's, it's a learned skill for me to actually um, push back against things.
0: Mm.
2: Right. And introduce friction. Like my, not just my personality type, but my literal career is all about eliminating, eliminating friction.
1: Mm. (laughs) yes so
2: to like willingly not go with the flow and add friction right so um my now business partner how that happened was she wanted to negotiate a bigger split for the project she was running and like of course like she's freaking brilliant like she should get all the money she should get three times the money that we're charging like yes i agree but then like but there's only so many projects that Heather can lead, Mm. right? So she had to like max, I could give her one more, but like what, what the world actually (laughs) needed was for her to, to share her brilliance with the rest of the team. And like, what if she was really the technical architect leader of the whole gang right so she would be less hands-on keyboard and like in the weeds but but have a bigger impact on more companies so like actually I came back and was like what if what if right like I in instead of like this project getting a bigger split on what if you become a partner in in like the profit yeah right so and that was scary because <laughs>
0: <Like,
2: laughs> yes. up until then like I was really only like accountable to myself mm-hmm. right like of course making everybody happy but like if you want to go fast go alone <laughs> but if you want to go far like go together and so it's like risky. It's risky. It's vulnerable. Um, but ultimately it's been so freaking rewarding. This lady is amazing <laughs> and we're such a great match for each other. And, um, but yeah, that, that was probably the biggest, biggest, scariest step. Yeah.
1: <laughs> what a great segue into my next question. Cause we know that business success doesn't happen in isolation. So tell us about your biggest challenge. As a business owner and maybe another business owner who came alongside you and helped you through that
2: mm. it's really um along the same lines, um but like negotiating pay mm.
0: Yeah, tell us and
2: more. cut and it's like. I want everyone to earn the maximum rate, but that slows everything down, right? So it's like giving up, like being a dictator of a utopia, (laughs) right? Setting that down and being real with, people like hey like i want you to make 125 an hour and the reality is that you're not going to get put on projects at that rate
0: Mm.
2: right to you know and i would credit actually alex hermosi for this like having a season of learning versus season of earning and recognizing that i had been in a season of learning for mm-hmm. a very long time and so it's not outrageous for me to promote expect enroll people in their season of learning
1: <laughs>
0: I and
2: knowing so like having the confidence in the people that i'm picking and how we're structuring it that that the learning is actually part of the compensation like if you were earning your maximum hourly rate no one it, there would be no need reason logical path for anybody to pour
1: into you
0: mm.
1: yes wow it's interesting that um you think of folks who come across as I don't want to, you know, I'm not getting any benefit out of being here or I'm not, there isn't, this isn't going to help me later. So I just, it's all about money. But the reality is right, the types of experiences that they're getting and the the types of projects that they're working on can in in some cases be very unique to, you know, being working with you guys and, and being able to be exposed to that stuff that they wouldn't otherwise so yeah there's there's a huge amount of value in that and in terms of who it it helps them to become right
2: yeah yeah um but it also has me on the hook for delivering that value
1: (laughs) fair enough yes right yes and and you you kind of alluded to it earlier and it can be very lonely at the top trying to navigate all of that stuff right of provide awesome service to your clients while also juggling all the internal dynamics.
2: Yeah. And knowing that people can punch up, but not punch down. Hmm. Right. Knowing that I am going to be the villain in some stories.
1: Absolutely. Right. Yep. Because At the end of the day, you have a business to run. Yeah. You don't have a, you don't have a bunch of friends to take care of. You have employees to manage, to make sure that the business is profitable and sustainable so that those employees keep getting a paycheck.
2: Yeah. And navigating a tough conversation around. I know you think this isn't fair, but that's not what's important.
1: Right. Yeah.
2: What's most important is the client, the impact of the client experience. Like that is what we're, that's what we're refactoring around. Like, yeah. And owning it and, and knowing that it's all my fault. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, right? yeah. like I messed up, yeah. like I didn't set the expectations. I did it for, you know, um,
1: the yeah. ah and not uh-huh. only not only owning it but then working through and saying okay and here's here's what i need to do to to correct it or fix it and then be bold enough to to actually execute
0: yeah. that
1: plan and stay strong because you know it's the right thing long term for the health of the business yeah and you're going to ruffle feathers and you're going to frustrate people and just knowing and embracing that that's part of the journey it's not intentional but it's just no oh my gosh
2: (laughs) yeah and like leaning into like please I know you're mad like you can tell me right
0: like
2: (laughs) and mean it like it's one thing to be like my door's always open like I'm open to feedback which is easy to say (laughs) and it's confronting to actually do so (laughs) yeah and we
1: we what we really want to say, but we know it doesn't make any sense, is I'm open to great feedback. Please yeah. come and tell me how wonderful yes. I'm doing. <laughs> Praise me as
2: often as you'd like.
1: <laughs> so, Jackie, I'll put you on the spot here. If I was to ask you to pick three people in your business owner journey that you're most grateful for their help in your business's growth. Who are those three people and how they help you?
0: Heather
2: Sands she's my business partner um we actually worked together at a boutique Salesforce agency a few years back um and you know she would she was always so brilliant like technically just detailed and just ah and she had always been so generous with her wisdom and would hop on and help at any time um so I'm just so grateful have her confidence and team mate as a teammate um I'm so grateful for um one of my early clients um his name is Abe and it the project could have gone smoother <laughs> right um and that was really one of the Hey, I'm doing my learning out front. Like, let me be transparent about what I'm seeing about how I messed up. Um, please pour salt on this wound and <laughs> and, and show me your perspective of what the impact was got, mm. and move forward with me as a like a lifelong advocate, right? For each other. Um And, um, my parents, my mom and stepdad, Ellen and Mark, um, I'm going to cry. Um, they had always said, especially my stepdad, like always related to me as an entrepreneur. Mm. Um, and I was like, I was, I was like, no, 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 no. Um, and recently I said to him, like, I'm just now realizing that I wasn't a problem employee. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't difficult to manage. I wasn't that. I was actually a brilliant entrepreneur.
1: Mm. Um, I love that mindset yeah. shift. That's awesome.
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It's um the Mindset is huge, right? It's it's more than 90 percent of whether we're gonna be successful or not. So I like how you took what what we could do and right beat ourselves up and say I, I just must not be cut out for this and realize yes. no that I'm cut out for so much more in a different role. Yes, good for you, yes,
2: and like there isn't a hierarchy,
1: mm. yeah, right when we when we're real and honest with one another as business owners, right? It's like, yeah, we've all been through the same, you know, beat ups and got the same scars and scabs. And, and it's just, it's part of the journey. And when we're willing to be real and authentic, we can learn so much from one another. Cause it's like, Oh yeah, you went through that too. How did you handle that? And we can grow and learn from one another.
2: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
1: There's way too much, um, stuff on social media that makes it sound like, we', you know, people are overnight successes and they got there on their own. That's the whole reason we have this podcast to, yeah. you know, to dispel that because it's so damaging when, when you read that stuff and go, Oh, wow, look at, they are all awesome. And I suck.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And there's a lot of that. Um, you know, well, what am I doing around Jackie? You literally made one LinkedIn post in you have a whole company now. It's like white. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that is a perspective that is accurate, right? And if you pan out, right, zoom out, this is literally like a blip. Right. But Ooh, let's yep. let's look at the 17 years of struggle right like I've been fired so many times (laughs) I've like made a fool of myself I've you know been probably spending too much time helping other people or learning like sure it's been a full on court press for decades
1: yeah yeah So let's, let's shift gears to the future. As you think about the next three to five years, what's the biggest challenge that you see that you're going to face in reaching your company goals? And who are the types of people you'll need to solve that?
2: Mm. Um, so we're at like 700 K annual recurring revenue ARR. Um, I'm playing for 2 million by the end of what, by 2025. Nice. Um, That's as far as I've, on like vision wise um and the people that i'll need are are other people who see the opportunity to create a new way of how we relate to each other at work
1: so what do you see as the biggest challenge of of getting there so more than doubling your your revenue what's going to get in the way what do you what do you think what are you anticipating
2: quality control on humans
1: Mm. yeah
2: right taking the time to like finding the right people yes um luckily i have a really huge network of like amazing like world-class talent like adorable humans right but it's also like a constant game of enrolling others in the vision Mm -hmm. and and enrolling them in themselves enrolling them like into being like vulnerable and leaning into the feedback and standing for something big um it's some days it sucks
0: <laughs>
2: right I and I really want to be like well if if they would just take some initiative <laughs> like how could you think that it's like well that's that might not be the most reasonable. <laughs> Yeah. things so really like creating systems um that really support as as we grow um
1: it's awesome yeah
2: and unpacking what it is that i do right like the <laughs> unconscious competency and yeah. the like Hit our choosing to believe that everything is a skill skill mm. right like um, like that human touch and that empathy and stuff, those are actually skills,
1: yeah, absolutely. and
2: yeah. building and training and rewarding, um, yeah, can't shortcut that yeah
1: the, the the vision and and culture is is so key. And yeah. you know, the mistake a lot of us make is we don't give it the the attention and the the time that it needs because people enroll to, to use your word, people enroll when they believe in something bigger than themselves and they want to be part of something bigger than themselves. And, and so investing that time to write pen to paper, what is the vision? What is the culture? You know, what, what are our values and our beliefs? What does it feel like to be part of, of this company so that, and then, and being true to it, right. And holding one another accountable, not just printing it and putting it in a binder, but you know, coming back to it weekly or monthly, and and checking in on one another, and say, hey, are we are we truly living this and breathing this, and right? are we being are we being honest to what this piece of paper says?
2: Yeah. Yeah, and there's not like a like a one to one correlation between effort in that department and revenue.
1: <laughs> no, no, you know. However, there <laughs> oh right, there's no there is no mathematical correlation but there's a 100% correlation right yes <laughs> yes yeah yes so it's it's <laughs> it's very challenging to justify investing in that yeah but it is absolutely mandatory to invest in that we've all been in companies where there hasn't been a defined culture or people were hired that weren't a good cultural fit and we all know what that feels like right yeah. <laughs> so, yes, we, we know, do. We know how important it is, but it's hard to, to calculate the ROI and therefore be able to justify it being in the budget. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Jackie, yep. last question. Jim Rohn, an awesome business guru, one of his quotes is We become the average of the five people that we spend the most time with. So, yeah. what advice would you have for, for new business owners who are trying to do it on their own?
2: Well, that's dumb. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> um, my advice is to find your North Star person. Mm. Right? And it doesn't have to be your North Star person for the rest of your life and the rest of their lives. It can really be, like, for this chapter in my life, my North Star human is Alex Ramosi. Right? Like, so... I'm going to actively look out, look for people who have those traits, who hold me to the standard. Right. So like the easiest, like, yeah, put myself in the environments and social circles where it would be, it would be less reasonable for me to not have the outcome. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I love it. I love it. So, um, a lot of folks will will say things that I've heard. Well, I don't want to bother them. I don't want to ask, and because they're probably really busy. What how, what would you say to that?
2: Um. Well, check yourself before you wreck yourself.
0: <laughs>
2: right. Like if you if you send me a LinkedIn message being like, "Hey, I'd love to pick your brain," <laughs> with a calendar link, I'm going to be like no thank you Um, (laughs) but like hey um tim the the way that you talk about um standing for leadership was super inspiring i would love to hear more about that journey Mm. Um, would you be game to hop on a 30 minute zoom with me
1: right yes
2: right like The acknowledgement. That's, that's my ultimate magic trick, right? Acknowledge, 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 like say the things that people usually save for their funeral.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because here's the thing, right. Is where I think you're going is we all like to be appreciated and valued. And we all like talking about ourselves so yeah, but he's being genuine and saying, Hey, I think you have some really cool experiences that I'd like to hear more about, right? And there's no sniff of it being a, a sales pitch, right? Or a big <laughs> switch, oh. right? And it was like, totally, yeah. I'll give you a half an hour to talk about me. That would be fantastic. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jackie, sounds like you've been blessed with some awesome people in your journey. If they were all here on the show, what would you want to say to them? You're the best. Thank you. I love you.
2: (laughs) High fives all around. Um, And truly, we're here to create lives of our wildest dreams. And just, I appreciate you and I acknowledge you for standing for me to be and live the greatest version of the grandest version of myself so thank you
1: yeah i love it jackie it's been a pleasure speaking with you today thank you so much for being on the show
2: thank you for having me i got to talk about myself for like a whole half hour
0: (laughs) (laughs) thanks for listening to the self-made is a myth show with your host coach tim campsall Please help spread this movement by liking and subscribing to our show and following us on Facebook and LinkedIn or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. To join our movement, go to bemadtogether.com. Okay, folks, that's a wrap. Please pay it forward and be sure to tune in next time to the Self Made is a Myth podcast.